In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. This morning we commemorate the expulsion of Adam and Eve from paradise. In the hymnody at Vespers last night, we encounter a particularly stark image. It is the image of Adam who has lost paradise, and as he sits down, tears overwhelm him because he's just realized what exactly he has lost. Communion with God. The rustling leaves of Eden. The peace, the understanding, being understood. Now he sits outside of paradise and he weeps. This morning in the gospel reading, we are told by Christ, do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, where thieves break in and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Where are our treasures? We all invest massive amounts of time to procure life for ourselves. We have to work. It's actually part of the results of the fall that we have to work by the sweat of our brow in order to feed ourselves. But we go beyond just work. We invest massive amounts of time, energy, money, to do all sorts of things to improve ourselves. Can anyone guess what the fitness industry in the United States, what it's, uh, how much money it goes through in a year? $57 billion? Well, that's higher than what I had. All right. <laughs> I found $30 billion for the fitness industry. Do you know what the dieting industry, how much money? <laughs> Do what? 57 billion. Higher. 100 billion. A little lower. 70, 72 billion dollars. I, I think with diet, I think we see where Americans, we want to diet more than we want to go to the gym. <laughs> Dieting industry, all the fads, all the things are out there. These are all specific ways that we invest massive amounts of money maybe not necessarily massive amounts of our time but we at least have the monthly withdrawal do you know how much Oprah is worth Oprah is worth 2.7 billion dollars I choose Oprah because Oprah is an icon I think of the entire self-help industry. We like to find ways to improve ourselves. You can't go very long on the radio or whether you're watching Hulu or now even YouTube without all sorts of ads coming at you and ways to improve yourself. Money. 
power, sex, whether or not you own property, what you're going to do with that property, the prestige of having things or having power, what exactly is going on with your 401k, probably right now not doing very well, the honor, the respect, cars, beauty supplies, and more supplies. Maybe even a kind of uh, self-help about relationships and we'll pay people to give us uh, not just counseling, but something beyond this. We'll go and f- spend all sorts of money to find the right book, the right program to fix all the relationships or all those people outside of ourselves so they can understand us. Where are our treasures? What do we spend our time, our energy, our money focused? This time of Lent, as the fathers talk, as a tithe of our year, something that we sacrifice to God, gives us a specific season for repentance. Not that we are not to repent at all times, but this is a specific season set aside. Because repentance is something that takes time. It takes work. It takes effort, focus, and I would say even a real expense. Not that we are paying for our repentance, but that there is an expenditure of all the other things so that we might even not be focused on what exactly is going on with our bank account, our 401k, etc. Lent is a time for us to invest in our soul, to invest in what is the most important thing, God, to look to God for him to open the doors of repentance. So what does this mean? If we look at all those other things that we just talked about, fitness, dieting, how do we gain money, power, property, all of these things, part of the what you can spend money on is getting a plan on how to do all these things, right? There's always that infomercial. This is how you're going to make your first million. And then after that, you can teach everybody else how to make your first million. We're used to these kind of things. When it comes to the spiritual life, we don't really plan. We don't really invest. And so we just kind of haphazardly fall, wander through Lent. And then it's Pascha. And we're like, everybody's happy. And like, but what happened? What, where, did, where, where would all that time go? I exhort, I'll use that word, to you to plan this Lent to invest your time. So that means planning like you would work, family, or other social events for church. We have more services for during Lent. This is a time to focus on what is the most important thing. This requires you to plan. It requires blotting out sections of your planning book or your Google calendar and putting multiple notifications if you need that so that you can come and reap the benefits of learning how to repent, especially in this first week as we go through the great canon of St. Andrew. This will require investing your time. 
It requires investing, giving yourself space to actually breathe. Space to actually see yourself. And if you are confused or worried about what you see, this is the time to come and clean the mirror of your heart through confession. This is the time for you to see not only yourself, but others. Forgiving others. Learning to not judge others. This is all work. It's all things that we have to do in it for us to be able to see God. I will highly suggest disconnecting in some ways from social media or media in general. Politics, entertainment, cut back some. Give yourself the space and the time. The services of the church are there for our salvation. They're there to show us the most important things. They are the space which we are allowed, our souls can breathe new life into our own life. I think one of the most important things, more important than whether or not we get ourselves a regimented plan about this is how we're going to go to Lent, and now we're going to go to war, and now we're going to get really serious and dour, and now we're going to beat ourselves up. That's not the spirit of Lent. Planning ahead and making space and time, that isn't the spirit of Lent. Beating ourselves up, becoming dour and sour, that is not the spirit of Lent. The spirit of Lent is found, as we see, as our Lord says to us this morning, it's not with the hypocrites who make their face as they fast sad. For repentance is not that kind of sorrow. Repentance, as the fathers of the church tell us, is a joyful sorrow. As we we repent, we will actually find joy. That our Lenten season does not become uh, just this race to the end or seeing how little we can eat or uh, just the whole time lamenting about the cheeseburgers that we could be having. This is a time to find real, pure joy in God. So, brothers and sisters, as we enter into this fast, let us plan, let us invest, let us lay up treasures, not on earth, but in heaven. And we will receive sevenfold everything that we invest in our Father in heaven, who will bring us into his house, who will give us a spirit of joy, a spirit of reconciliation, a spirit that will bring others into his fold. Glory to Jesus Christ.